Hi, I'm Jamila. I'm the creator of Oyen Handmade, a line of natural products for happy and healthy hair and skin. Hi, and I'm Pierre Benou, multidisciplinary artist and principal creative <laughs> at Exit the Apple Art Space uh, in Baltimore, Maryland. We've been married and working together since 1999, and this is LoveWorks, where we talk about culture, parenting, <laughs> small business, and general nerdery. Right, so welcome to season two. Um, those of you who have uh, known us from season one <laughs> last have, week have only known us uh, for ten episodes. Um, but season two is going to be totally different. Yes, new format. Well, new new, new mics, attitude, new microphones, new we, microphones. We, we, which we don't have here with us. So this 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 is going to sound. <laughs> this is kind of like our tie into season one. With yeah, the, with this the is bad the, bri- the bridge, the bridge episode. Yeah. Because we got new mics, but we left them at the yeah. lab. And I, I really, my, I listened to the last episode, which I usually try not to do, mm. and my voice, I, oh. I don't know what you hear when you hear your Yo, voice. Yo, I don't, I don't, it's just all over the, this deep, it's a lot, ah, it's, it's, it's. Are you going through the change? Menopause? Yeah, I think so. It's horrible, man. It's, 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 it's not awful. I'm not dissing my voice, but you know when you hear yourself back. Like in my yes. head, I sound cool. No, I understand that. I in my head, I'm just living my own life as a subjective person. Right. But when I hear it, I'm like, "Ah, why do I laugh so loud?" I, I and also, this is so mortifying. <laughs> like it's it's terrible. I also experience that sometimes mm. in uh, dressing rooms. Like the mirror. I'm like, who? What? Why? Dressing room mirrors are a, a, a dirty lie. damn lie. <laughs> nah, but it's, you know, whatever. We're here. What's up, y'all? How have hey, you guys y'all. been? Yeah, How you man. doing? So we wanted to talk for one second mm-hmm. about the fact that we don't talk about the news. Oh, yes. Like literally for one second because we do not want to talk about the news. You but can we- literally get those opinions there's so many wonderful resources yes. and great political podcasts and great like ways and places to get conversation Even from about us. Like topical. if you follow us on Twitter or on Facebook or in different places, you can get like, all our opinions. You you could get our opinions. You know what it is. Like we kind of wanted to create this as a space where we are talking about subjects and topics that are unaffected by the news. Not that we ourselves are unaffected by the news, right. but or that not. we wanted to create a space of conversation. Right. That could exist outside. Well, I don't know if it's uh, outside of the news, but taken for granted that we live in this world with mm. these things, can we just have a conversation right. in right. this space? And I feel like, in in a sense, okay. So on Twitter, I found this. <laughs> if you follow me on Twitter at Jamila Benu, there's um some some thread that I retweeted a, a weeks ago um, where somebody was talking about our current administration and mm. being just like a chaos generating machine meant purposely to destabilize us as a populace and like cause um you know lack of um lack of democracy because people become right. afraid of even like being informed you know right, because it's right. like this constant attack on our psyche that comes with being um with com- that comes with being a form- informed when what you're informed about is a constant barrage of chaos. And so mm. not not that I had articulated it that well internally, but I had very much taken a step back from from um like I'm 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 on my like the three 
two, three times a week kind of catch up cycle with the news just because I recognize that it's not healthy to keep um, to stay on that like knife's edge of of destabilization and chaos that that is out there right now. And we just do not want to be a part of, of conversation that is destabilizing and chaotic. Right. We want to have conversations about things that, um, are. That build. Right. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, or, or, or just joyous. Like, um, I was having a conversation with a friend of mine who, uh, who shadowed me for a day at work, because he was like, "How do you make money?" So I was like, <laughs> I was like "Oh no!" But no, basically, he was just like, "What do you do in it? What do you do in a day?" Yeah. And um, you know, I was talking to him about my focus with my art and with with what we do at the art space mm-hmm. as um, who are we minus struggle. Like, if we take if our identity is so intertwined. And right with our legacy with, as survivors struggle. of right. this horrible. But who are we without that? Like, let's let's just say one day mm-hmm. we fought well enough to just erase all of that. Then who are we? What's our identity? What what does our joy look like? What is the shape of it without that? So to me, I feel like in 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 particular, like we are both Black American people, mm. um, and our legacy in this country is definitely one of, of survival against, you know, like objectively what should have been. Didn't we say we weren't going to talk about politics no, We said here. we weren't going to talk we're, about we're, like we're talk- current politics, facts. but but for real, like this but, is, this is the past in the future. You know are what I mean? Two di- yeah. That's, they're not different. I'm saying we're, it's the same day. You know what I mean? Oh my goodness. So I was thinking about <laughs> the ways in which our part of our legacy here in this mm-hmm. country has been a legacy of alchemy and like magical um, transformation. Absolutely, like, we've been a you can input su- <laughs> suffering and brutality and oppression, mm-hmm. and then like not on an individual level because on an individual level we then are the subjects of brutality and oppression. Right, but on a on a larger scale as a as a people and as right. a community, we turn that into beauty and survival right. and right. art and right. All the time. Um, uh, transcendent moments of connection and with humanity. Each other. Like and we humanity. turn it, we turn brutality into civilization and humanity. Yeah. Like we reshape yeah. it to. It's a legacy of which I am incredibly that that I feel honored to be a part of. Um, and in all, but of, also because, it makes mm-hmm. me wonder, like, what the heck it would be like. And, and to, right. to and, your earlier point, and, like, and I, if if the input was not brutality, and right? Oppression, and what if but the I'm, input was? But it is joy. True. What would we turn that into? Right. But I'm also saying because I don't. Again, it's assumed, and I don't want to negate it. It's not about negating the past or not acknowledging that all of that is a part of us. But it's just I see so many artists of of so many genres, right? Mm-hmm. All kind of approach. The idea of blackness, particularly mm-hmm. idea of art, <laughs> but blackness, particularly as I have to define my struggle. So it's like, show me, you know, if someone defines black art, it's like someone with locks breaking the chain with their shirt off. I'm like, that's not, <laughs> that doesn't have to be it. Like, what does your joy look like? Right. You know what I'm saying? And even in comedy, like people say, oh, you know, this guy's depressed. He'd be a great comic. You know, he didn't have both parents. Like your mm-hmm. idea of good art comes from struggle. I'm like, I, 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 
joy is such a powerful thing that you only need a drop of it to kind of outshine so much tragedy. I'm like, well, let's focus on this very powerful small thing and see if we can't at least you come forward with that first. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like we kind of tend to say, put the bad stuff first and draw from it. I'm like, what? What if we put the, the, the joyous thing first? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And, 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 and recognize that we are three dimensions. There is gray there, but I just, the first foot forward doesn't necessarily have to be your worst moment in mm-hmm. your personal or, you know, history history you know what i mean so that's that's where i'm coming from with it what is we're fighting for smiles right we're fighting mm-hmm. to defeat whatever it is in our lives personally and 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 politically i suppose right but where's the smile what does the win look like if you get everything you want and what is the all of us get and work for those wins and those smiles like that's that's right. what keeps all of us going mm-hmm each individually to whatever extent that we are managing to go on. Um, but that's not a part of, of what's like culturally accepted as a thing to talk about. If you think about like what, um, how, how we speak to each other just mm-hmm. casually, it's so much more, there are so many more scripts in place for us to talk about things that, that bother us. Or talk right. about there's, things yeah. that are painful to us. There's like, so much language for pain and so, so little and so little and broad language for joy. We can articulate pain mm-hmm. so specifically. Mm-hmm. And and for joy, it's kind of like, I feel great. I'm like, that's not, yeah. you know what I mean? But when you feel bad, but it's why, like, but how? Right. And, and how did you get how do we repeat with that? Each other exactly. Right. How do we repeat the joy? How do we generate generationally mm-hmm. uh give that legacy to our children? Mm-hmm. Like, how is it repeatable? Why is it every generation we have to reinvent joy? Reinvent it. And, you know, that's, that's very And manhood. And, oh, boy. We, you know, yeah. this is the, the least political episode we've ever. <laughs> the most political episode. As we started now talking about And we said, we, we talk about this for one second. <laughs> this is, it's a biblical second. <laughs> I had somebody ask me, does Jamila laugh this often in real life? I'm like, this is not... She's not that Seriously? good a performer. Yeah, like, yeah. I don't know shots, no shots. But, like... No, it's true. I'm not. I'm not. But I'm saying, like, <laughs> why would she fake, like... Yes, we laugh. Like, and this is what I'm saying. We don't recognize... Like, it's joy. I'm like, have a great time hanging out with you. We laugh. We, yeah. Look, and I was just like, yo, B, I wouldn't be married uh, this long. I was so anti... Can I just... Can we... Look, let's... <laughs> we family, right? I wouldn't have been married. Like, when we met, we were so anti relationships yes. forget marriage i was like Psh. forget your old son i call his son that was our <laughs> so your son <laughs> forget marriage that's, that's how anti-relationship he was yo yeah no i don't see gender I'm, I'm i say what i feel i say whatever energy you give to i was like your son <laughs> Get to get you know we so we talk we have no first, she has like one of the one of the ways in which we first bonded yeah we I was like, just like this shit is whack why don't we and and like what would happen the question we were asking I think too is mm-hmm. like what would happen if we, everyone decided to, to not be, be to be honest and, and not be performative mm-hmm. and to say what they feel and for real what they feel and be straight and why does honesty have to be brutal it could be honest and like yo this is how I feel. Right. 
It it's what be it honest is. Honest and kind. Honest and kind. kind. Like, what does that look like? People are like brutally honest. Like, what? No. That's yeah. why we have such an aversion, I think, to the truth. It's like, oh, I can't take the truth. I'm like, it's the truth. Yeah. Like, even politically, when we're watching the news, it's like, oh, oh my gosh, there's all of this stuff. I'm like, but that's not the that's not the entire world like it is the truth mm-hmm. it is absolutely the truth mm-hmm. but at the same time there are children being born mm-hmm. there there are people helping others there's things happening that are that go unseen mm-hmm. that are challenging the things that you are being seen you know what i mean there's people making choices they have that parable it's, it's, about the um yeah. like the the 10 different blind men of describing an elephant mm-hmm. to each other right, right, and right. one of them holds the tail and is like an elephant is like a rope and another holds the leg, and it's like an elephant is like a tree trunk. Uh-huh. And then another holds the trunk, and it's like an elephant is like a snake. And right. another holds the ear, and says, oh, an elephant is obviously like a flat leaf. And each of them is telling the truth, but none of them has the full picture. Right, and, right. Um, and we're not made to, like, the news is not made to give you the full picture. It's made to sell you product. Yeah. It is selling you soap, and it's like they have to make you look. And every time you say "emergency," breaking news, right, like it, you're, right. you have to look because it's like it's the news. Mm-hmm. So I have to look, mm-hmm. or you feel obligated to. And then it's like breaking news: the same thing from ten minutes ago. <laughs> we'll be doing this for the next two weeks. Stay tuned. You know what I mean? It's minutia, and it's yeah. You know, we have to pull back, and we would hope we hope that this podcast is just a pullback. Mm-hmm. for you mm-hmm. in, 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 into something, into something. else because I know you're about to listen to another podcast that's yeah, about a thing of course all of us do. we do <laughs> we do I was on a podcast search today like heavy duty trying to buy something to do because I was making like a giant batch I was in the lab today mm-hmm. and, um, and a I giant like, batch of what son tell oh, them what oh, you was oh, making oh, oh, oh. okay so <laughs> I was making a batch of our new detangling spray elixir what's it's, it called tell it's them. called oh my Glide. It's called Oh My Glide. Isn't that the best name for a detangling? Yo, and let me tell you something. Okay, I only have a beard. That's all I have left, hair-wise. Uh, oh, my gosh. Okay, but yes, the detangling works for beards, too. But it's for, like, you know, people with full heads of hair. Uh, that, you know. We're really, it's, really, we're really excited. excited and it's, really and it's part of, it's Sorry, part of a whole new, like, little capsule collection that also includes a new conditioner wash, which is, blah, like, blah, blah, you know, blah. for in between your shampoos, like a way to refresh your hair in that one. You know, it's ginger and mint. It's super so invigorating. We, we were texting to about, uh, no, about. Oh, okay, I can't. I was just informed silently. <laughs> I cannot tell you about something else about that. But uh, when it happens, you will know. Once again, this is Pierre Benou reporting for No News. <laughs> no good news. No news network. <laughs> right, right. right. Um, but yeah, so uh, so I was, you know, the, I, I actually won. Okay. One okay. of the, we were talking about, remember when we started recording and we were we had like our ideas for segments and right. we we're gonna actually <laughs> differentiate our segments and we actually have not done that okay but Boom. one of the we're segments we wanted to talk about was the the what made you smile today right segment right and for me what made me smile was my moment in the lab for one reason number one is because i i do not always get into 
the lab. Like it's very rare actually that mm. I'm that I'm able to get into mm. the, the Oyen lab and actually make stuff. We have an amazing team who who helps to create the yes. products and it's not just me anymore. It hasn't been Shout for many, out. many years, you know? Um but today it was just me. It was literally just me. Mm-hmm. In the production kitchen, mm-hmm. making a 500 pound batch of this new wow. product that I just that I'm very excited to have created, and it just reminded me of why it is I do this work. Like it personally, like I love creating products that are helpful to people. I love that they go out into the world and help people feel good about their daily acts of self care and right. feel cherished and you know like that they're putting high quality stuff that's healthy onto their hair and skin. I love that. Right. Mm. But also for me personally, as again, subjective, subjectively, the person who's experiencing the work, my favorite part of the work is the making of stuff is the inventing. It's trying, it's making, you know, seven, the nerdy, the nerdy part, part, like the making 10 different iterations of the same product that are slightly different and have like one or two different ingredients and deciding which one is the best and testing it on, on, on different people and giving out free batches and getting their feedback and then tweaking it a little bit more. Free batches coming. Um, But yeah, like that kind of stuff. And then Mm. now to have reached the end of that process for these two products and creating a big batch Mm -hmm. is very exciting. And then number two, being alone in the production kitchen Mm. is also a very kind of delicious feeling. Right. Because it's this, you know. It's a huge, yeah. It's a huge, it's just such a, um, it's a humbling moment of experiencing this, this space this right. capacity and and, and 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 like feeling like this thing that we've worked on together for so long, yes. like it it's it a has manifested dream, in right? the world. Yeah, you know, it's, we're standing in a realized dream. Yeah. Like it's so special, yeah. and I just was so thankful to do it. Yeah. And I think and that, no, go ahead. I'm and sorry. then at the same time, I was also looking for a podcast list <laughs> Right. <laughs> While and, I did this right. work, and, and you know what I, you know what I became very much aware of mm. being at home <laughs> was that I was alone. <laughs> With two maniac, I love you both, children. Now, they're usually not maniacs, but um, they don't get video games or any kind of computer time for real until the weekend. Mm -hmm. And um, I had just finished driving 10 hours this past weekend, which is a whole other beautiful story, actually. And these kids, I'm home alone with them, thinking I'm going to have a break while I clean up after our little whatever last night. And they, I, I'm just breaking up, uh, just goofy fights over goofy fights. What, oh, over what is it, Minecraft. Minecraft. He pushed me in the hole, and then he <laughs> took my sword. And I'm like, I can't. What are we? Stop. Don't touch his shirt. Because now it's, now you pulling his shirt in real life. It's, it's crossing over into... It's too much. You guys need to... And I'm a home alone. Like, And so I'm thinking about this, right? And then I start thinking about manhood, right? Because I'm having the long... You know, I always give the long speeches. And I'm... I'm thinking about the conversations I didn't have with my dad. And I'm thinking about the the the... Just the manhood issues in the world, you know what I mean. I hate to bring the world back into this, but it's like it just became. We are part of the world. We are the world. (laughs) (laughs) But just you know, just all the scandals and the man, the the the, the power dynamics in the world, 
um, both sexually and politically and racially and mm-hmm. like how there's so much toxicity but, in the world but 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 just particularly like, how men yeah. like the definition of manhood and how tragic in many ways that's been and i'm not saying to destroy the whole thing but i feel like we need to broaden the idea of what manhood is and i just became aware of that while talking to the boys about like you know chill but i was like oh wait you have a dad and he's home and he's talking to you he's not like giving you uppercuts so that you know that's what you think love is like it's it's i became aware of it while i was doing it Cause I, I was getting kind of down on myself too. I was just like, where is she? Um, <laughs> I was just, I don't usually do that. I can, but my boys, but it was like, today was just real. It was tough. I was just, I had a long weekend <laughs> of good stuff, but it's just, it was, I'm, I'm exhausted y'all. Yeah. And, uh, if, can I just make a quick update just to, from, from the last episode? What's your um, the bread thing, right? I I, oh. said, I said I wasn't going to eat bread, and I didn't. I was really good without with the with the not eating bread mm-hmm. uh, because I had replaced it with potato chips. <laughs> so <laughs> no bread. Bread is done. Out of my. <laughs> I was like, this bread thing is not as hard. Not as hard at all. Not as, as hard at all. So, but so okay. So, uh, so so this week. So this week. I'm going to go ham. I'm going to go old Pete style. No, for real, for real, for real, for real. Yeah. I'm going to kill the starches this week completely. All right. Kill the sugars. Oh, wow. Hard body. No, no, no. I had, so here, this here's is, the thing, though. Here's the thing. Right. It is, I, I find mm. it's so much easier to nah. decide what not to eat than it is to, to decide what to decide eat. What but, to but, eat but here's the thing. I have, it and make it happen. When I, okay, so let me say this. When I've I, been the most clear is when I eat less. Okay. You know what I'm saying? I, I know that sounds crazy. That sounds but crazy. When I'm, but when I'm... I'm going to say hungry. We had our little juiceless <laughs> conversation. And really, it was about me not being down with being hungry. Like, yeah. I'm like... <laughs> y'all, her metabolism know. is a berserk. <laughs> it's not, really. It's like, not, I've, I've I mean, had my, my ups and my downs. I've had two children. Like, I've been... She that, looked good, y'all. That took t- <laughs> I'm sorry. I like them big, I'm like them small. And by um, I mean my wife. She's been both of those things. She's been big. She's been sm- big, big and smalls. Biggie smalls. Right. So, um, so yeah, like there's, I've, I've definitely had my hello. Yeah. Yeah. My my differences. Right. But but um, but through none of it was I ever like. Oh, I'm gonna just not eat things. I just I like never. I, <laughs> never no, no, no. I come but that, but that's just from. that's not me. I mean, I've never had enough to eat. Like when I was. Mm-hmm. Not coming up. Mom, my mom fed me. But I'm saying like once I got out the house, it was Captain Struggle mode. But once I was able, like once you burn out your meal card at, at, in college. at college and you start kind of being like, okay, I can only afford to get a fish sandwich and an orange juice. And you figure that out. Like once I did start having money for actual food, I was like, I don't really need that much. And I don't know, somewhere I think... I think it was in having kids. I not only say the stress of it, but like in having kids, my eating schedule has been mm-hmm. thrown way off. Like for the past and eight or nine ironic years, because their eating schedule is on point. It's on point. They are eating like three hots, 
Right. And but look, I <laughs> used to threaten two snacks on right. a certain schedule, like with all kinds of, you know, right. food food pyramids right. and stuff. Like but they like, eat I, real. I, I should but I cook we should for probably them. just eat what they eat. If we treated fine. them like we if we treated them if we treated ourselves like we treat them. We would be glistening. But the thing is, like, human beings. That it comes. So here is where it comes back to us being like, we we can't eat with the kids eat because we don't want to eat bread. And then suddenly we're not eating sea butter sandwich, sea butter and honey sandwiches with apple slices for lunch. But I'm like, because we are like, oh, but we can't eat bread. But we we don't have the alternative as readily available and as easy to prepare. I I remember. I remember eating just lunch, and being straight. Yeah, nah, son. Yeah, no, I have a crazy lunch, <laughs> and I used to not have a car, so I used to walk and run everywhere. Come on, but yeah, but so here, anyway, let's let's, let's can we can we just can we hop forward? We can because because I, I know that we didn't get to to movies and music last time. We sure did, and and you know this is what we're talking about culture too, right? So I mean, we were talking about culture, but you know, I just want to make sure we don't miss what you're you're on because you have some stuff that you wanted to so share. This is, so what I'm on is right. What I was, Talk I feel like me. I'm like three months behind on, <laughs> on my, what I've been reading and listening right. to. Tip, but what? So what I was listening to last month was um, the the next the Nexus trilogy, mm. um, which is a, a series of, of three books. Mm-hmm. Uh, the author's name is Ramez Nan, mm-hmm. and the the first book is called Nexus, and the second one is Ramez Nam. The second one is Crux, and the third one is Apex. And it's a it's a speculative fiction. You know, I'm into speculative fiction, mm-hmm. and I I love to consume them via audiobook. My mom actually we share a, a library, mm-hmm. and so she gave it, shared it with me um, via ebook. And I it took me forever to read it, so I found I bought the audiobooks for the second and third one because it's just easier for me to consume because I could do it while I'm, for instance, right. making batches of things or doing other stuff with my hands, right. Um, so this is a far, not even that far in the future, but it's a far future speculative fiction trilogy about the idea of a, what starts out as a street drug, Mm -hmm. but is actually nanotechnology, like consumable nanotechnology that, um, that unlocks the computing capacity of your brain and allows you to write code and run apps internally to your body. Oh, wow. As well as interface with other humans who are also running the app. Nah, son. Yo! And that so, sounds great, and it would probably make a great movie. Has that been op- optioned I, for... You know what? We should look that up, because it is it is amazing. As as a trilogy, as books, mm-hmm. it's amazing. So, so the, I'm sure they'll mess it up, but yes. <laughs> they probably will. They, typically, that's what happens. But, um, <laughs> but the, 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 the books are epic and mm. thrilling, and they involve so many... So many elements of like globalization and like when you said like ooh NASA they involve the NASA like mm-hmm. you know the the government's trying to crack down on it because it's an illegal drug but also oh, because they're okay. they're you know like because there's a lot of risk there of and course. danger and like what what who are these people now are they even human anymore should do we need wow. to go to war against them are they because they're interconnected and they're like doing now group intelligences can I ask you this is uh, you know this might be. Is is this a, a black writer or a 
a white writer or non-American? This is a very interesting question, especially as concerns speculative fiction, because I do find when we go into like these hypothetical fancies, you know, like positioning does matter. This this writer is, um, I think he is not that I mind Egyptian in original origin. Okay, and he is a coder. Like he's one of the authors of Internet Explorer from forever ago. Like he's hardcore tech but and and it's very interesting that the 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 action of the book is incredibly global it takes place in asia it takes place in america it takes place in you know in the virtual space between interconnected minds it takes place in monasteries Mm. a good amount of it because of a large part of of the action is um involved people who have who are kind of one step readier to acclimate this technology because they have spent years studying meditation wow. and transcendental meditation and like the, the the possibilities of that as a as an organic technology outside of this imaginary augmented technology but the the, the power of meditation to connect people wow. or to connect individuals to a higher consciousness and just yeah that sounds and then like also the coming war and, and I... like what 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 makes the self Right. If, if you if a person has is running this technology and downloads themselves and is then murdered, but is then downloaded from the backup into a clone, is that still the same wow. being? Is it you know like just so many interesting that's, ideas? That's great. That's a really it's, awesome. Yeah. So that I that just was, I only I, ask because, and not that I mind. I don't care who writes a story as long as it's really well told. Mm-hmm. But like I just in pop culture America. This is all of this exclusionary. Mm-hmm. We're just not in the future. Like uh, the new Blade Runner, I haven't seen it yet, but from what I've seen of it, mm-hmm. you know, and it's really talking about race and who's human and who's not. And I'm like, where the. Well, tra- traditionally, I mean, like mainstream speculative and science fiction mm-hmm. talks about issues of race and oppression in ways that are non racial. They're gotcha. like, what if aliens were enslaving us and then right, we can right. you know then we, we can, can map it all onto whiteness i got you in relation to a, an extrapolated it's other just, and then we can have the conversation we can have the conversation especially in america I, about you know right. our actual situation but if we pretend that there's aliens here suddenly we can have the conversation right you know i get it but, but I, I just <laughs> it's just i don't know and it's i'm hypersensitive because i have kids yeah. You know what I'm saying? And I just saw, I just finally, because I have kids, saw the new, <laughs> saw the new Spider-Man, which was mm. dope. It was so dope. It was dope. But the thing that hit me in the gut mm. was that he had a person of color as his sidekick. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, oh man, come on, Spider-Man. And the kid was funny he was and he great. was, he was great. Like mm-hmm. how he fit into the story was wonderful. But then I'm like, come on, man. Everybody got to have a person of color sidekick. Captain America person of color sidekick <laughs> iron man person of color sidekick ant-man and, and, person of color oh, sidekick. he had a bunch of people of color sidekicks really? and then you, you know even thor magnarok if you think of hulk as a Mag- person of color person of color <laughs> that's the one they're all talking about when they say like i don't care if random one's red or blue or green or polka dotted it's hulk. can i just say that, Is that hulk <laughs> I, hate when, I hate when people say that <laughs> it's so ridiculous more than more than i don't see color <laughs> 
But because I don't see colors as so, so fantastically ridiculous. I'm like, oh, I don't, I don't. You don't see color. I see, I see only unicorns. So <laughs> we have that. We have but that in common. When someone is like purple, it don't matter. Purple, red, <laughs> green, orange, yellow. I'm like, really? Because if you were green. Right. We would be having a conversation about the fact that you're green. Yeah. <laughs> You'd be drinking out of different water bottles. <laughs> for sure. Purple purple and green people would have issues. They would have issues. They would have a story. Poor purple and green people. Yes. I want to be an ally to their plight. <sighs> Spider-Man was good. It was good. Yeah, it was really good. And you could see that the effort to be inclusive No, was they were like, great with it. it. And, it and, was, they, and it really went off really well. They, whoever they but have I in Marvel you worked, are talking really flipped it. about um, like issues of um, like black subjectivity. Mm-hmm. And the whole like kind of undercurrent that all of us consume when we consume fantasy um, and I mean, horror, we, all of us, we, all of us, all of us, we, all of us as a shared culture who consumes this material, we should this see media, a, a variety of things. It makes you more full. Not only that, but it also shapes the ways that you envision possibility. Right. It, right. You know? And so like. White hero after white hero after white hero. Yes, I want to see that they go to a high school full of nerds of color mm-hmm. who are, you know, all, you know, equal and having conversations and working together and trying to figure stuff out. Mm-hmm. Like, I want to see that. And that right. was very, very well done. But it still is like as cumulatively right. over the course of your life. Right. You're seeing nothing but white hero after white hero after white and hero. And see anything else. Disposable people of color being the first to be murdered in a horror movie or right. the you know the any woman who wears a bikini has to get murdered in a you know what right, i mean right, like right, you know right, right. like all like just these these messages are also what is happening and there's 97% of of every heroic image you see it's a white man being the hero right. and a, a, a darker person, even if it's another white man, it's like a darker right, person absolutely. with darker clothes, like being the villain. Straggly beard, like, right? And, like and it's, it's just, just so. It 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 does. It it is so hard. It's counterproductive in, in real life because it's like you hear these people go. I not want to stop. even counterproductive. It is formative. Right. It forms the basis by which we begin to understand the world before we have the ability. For most of us, right. It. It form begins to form the basis before we have the ability to think critically right. about what it is we're seeing, and so and then, that's what's so. so then, when an actor it. comes forward and goes, "We have to do something about these guns," but their last eight films was them shooting guns sideways, yeah. sliding on the floor, killing aliens. I'm like, "Beat!" Like you solved every problem with the yeah. gun. You can't then come forward, and you know what I mean. You've already put so much into the the storytelling, mm-hmm. into the to, into the narrative, the human narrative of heroism being. Mm-hmm. Being one, one, being definition. one thing, yeah. And I just, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. I don't even know what my point was. We started talking about Spider Man, and I don't even. Remember I don't why. even know. No, Spider Man was a tangent too. It was all Spider Man. Is this awesome. is this not the best podcast <laughs> you've ever heard? Say word, say word. If this is the best podcast, my you, my you. This is this podcast is so flavor. You in your car right now, or cleaning up your house? Going, wait a minute. <laughs> What were they talking about? The way they go in and out of tangents. Psh, don't nobody do that. These kids are nice. I would listen to this. 
I would pay to listen to this. Come on. Why free? And and here and here you go. That's where the crime is. <laughs> free. This is ridiculous. Um Oh boy. And so we're learning, you guys. This is this is this is a a crooked ship, but it floats. Um boom. Boom. Uh any wrap up? Any wrap up? Well, we gotta talk about what we're doing in in, in, in the wrap up, like what's coming up. Um, well, we just um, launched a new T-shirt on the site that people are. Oh loving. my god! That this T-shirt is—I mean, it's something that I said, and then you know, you say something, you go, "That should be a T-shirt." So I've been kind of putting these things out as, t- <laughs> as actual T-shirts. Um, it says, "Ever since Prince died, shit has been weird," and uh, I, f- I feel that way. Like, uh, yeah, it's like, and apparently a, a, lot, a lot of, of other people, people too. So, Rocket, if you get it, wear it. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, take a picture. Take a picture. And maybe us. we'll use it. Um, what else? It's at exittheapple.com. Oh, I'm sorry. Yes, it is, it's at exittheapple.com. And uh, and then Hip Hop Yoga is the 22nd. So mm-hmm. that's coming up. That's mm-hmm. going to be very fun and exciting. We're going to have yeah. two classes. And uh, if you're in Baltimore or near Baltimore, make Come it on. out. It tr- Look, the last one was transformative. It was. Trust me, yo. It's, it's worth whatever little trip. You can mm-hmm. make out if you need to. Yeah, you there's know. there's an awesome instructor. who's yeah, very she's... affirming and um, responsive to the room. And um, she's and then from Pierre, South Carolina, North Carolina, North Carolina. And then Pierre DJs live, and he uses a lot of in- instrumentals, um, a lot of hip hop instrumentals, and then like, um, you know, source material that you may recognize from some of your favorite. Um, you, you'll see. Well, you'll yeah, see. You gotta like show it, up. You gotta show up. I can't even. Don't even try to explain it. It's it's, so it's for who shows up. You'll see what it is, and you'll leave with a smile. Trust and believe. Yeah. Um. So that's all I'm doing. Uh. Not all I'm doing, but those are the two things coming up for this week. For this week. And we're gonna holler at you next week. Yeah. To tell you about what's happening then. All right. So remember, oh my glide comes out when early November. Oh, so. You got a minute, but I'm going to actually, one of the things I need to do is program it as a coming soon so that if anybody um, gets a free bottle to try by emailing info at oyenhandmade.com, then we can send you a free bottle. And then awesome. we're going to program uh, program it as a coming soon product so that we can begin to collect reviews and feedback on the website in a way that will be like publicly available. Okay. And That's, yeah. And okay, so and a little bit of homework for you guys. Mm-hmm. There's this, uh, this, this, this singer called uh, Benjamin Clementine, mm-hmm. and he has a new album called um, I Tell a Fly. It's, I'm telling you now, it's very weird. So if you're not, it's off. Not mm-hmm. off. It's just it's it's, it's unusual. It's unusual. Each song sounds like a sound each song sounds like a tra- a soundtrack. It doesn't give you anything to hold on to. It's just really out there. I haven't decided whether I like it or not yet cuz I'm still like listening to it all the way through, but let's talk about it next podcast which should be early next week. So, that's what I'm going to be sitting around mm. doing work to, at least, you know, contemporary music. Um I don't know. That's it. That's it. Are we are, are we done here? <laughs> Why are you sitting here looking at us? What you doing? What you doing that's so great? I'm just kidding. <laughs> you're you're probably doing something extremely great right now. Yeah, man. Um so I keep doing that. Stay focused. Um if you haven't heard it today, you loved and um mm, Be good. We'll talk to you next week. Peace.
Do anything that's worth 